Hi, Bam Bam. You're so fast. <laughs> Ryan, how are you, my friend? Oh, I'm so glad you're awesome. Must be the job still working out great. That's great. I'm doing good. Thank you. Glad you finally are somewhere you you like. You know what I mean? Because you weren't saying you were awesome when you were working at the pub. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, as long as you learn from your mistakes, it's bound to happen. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people in there. Just breathe and be careful. All right, I'm going to get this um, greeting out of the way. Hello, welcome to the Dina Joe podcast. I am DJ Dina Joe, your friend coming to you from the Mile High City, colorful Colorado. Thank you so much for joining my show today. Y'all are the best. Um, if you're listening on the download, thank you, thank you, thank you, and hit that follow button so you can join us live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7.45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and I have the best people in the chat. Thank you so much for your continued likes, um, shares, support, all that kind of downloads, all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, there's a lot to go over today. Uh, Saturday Night Fever uh, soundtrack has 18 songs. So and then we're gonna try to do. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Although there's only three of us in here, but we'll still do it. <laughs> so um, today is uh, August 16th, Wednesday. this it was around 63 about half an hour ago so you're mostly sunny and that you're going to be at 92 like yesterday or monday it said you were i don't know it seemed like 20 degrees lower than that so i don't know um welcome s-z-z-a-c-i-j-f-g good to have you so um for um bam bam of 79 on this humid day, it says on this humid day, 86% humidity you guys are at. Um, BP, hi BP, who's like, I don't see BP, and boom, there you are. Um, for my friend BP, he is in the most humid place today. He's the one with the most nests in the air, is BP. Um, he's there, and uh, Elwood, Elwood, thank This humid day for humidity. Holy moly. Why? Um, and then for uh, my beautiful people in Arizona, um, let's see, Tucson, partly cloudy, 83, high of 101, Phoenix, 84, um, this size, high of 118, 115. Holy moly. That's crazy. Um, and then um, 
Yeah, I was just checking Bobby Bill Kansas again because they were their community is high up there too, but um they're at 83, so you beat them all with the humidity. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. Hard to breathe and do anything when it's that humid. So um we're gonna get on with the um Word of the day quote and all that good stuff and and i picked this word i've known i've done it before um but it is actually national authenticity day so the word is authenticity um a quality of being authentic um the quote i have today is authenticity is more than speaking authenticity authenticity is also about doing every decision we make say something says something about who we are and that is Simon Sinek um so what does it actually mean to be authentic there are many definitions but they all usually boil down to having your actions match your words and your words lining up with your beliefs and values it's a long-winded way of saying that we are who we truly are without in intimidating, um, intimidating or mimicking um, someone else. Intimid, no, intimidating, intimidating someone else. All right, I thought it was um, <clears throat> typo there. We're not being who we are, who, who we think we should be. Instead, we are showing up as our true selves. So you don't pretend, basically. You need to be yourselves, our true selves. Um, the true, this journey towards authenticity, a lifelong process. Um, adolescents and young adults experience with friends, partners, hobbies, and jobs to identify what feels right for their present and their future. Being authentic involves the ability to understand what motivates oneself. Such accurate self-knowledge can be a double-edged sword, though. It, if it reveals uncomfortable truths or weaknesses that we would rather not admit um, or have to deal with, um, being authentic can also put a person at odds with their larger peer group if their emerging perspective is an unpopular one. However, authentic people won't look to others for approval or surrender to the social pressures of what they should or shouldn't do. The validation they derive from following an internal compass is sufficient for their mental well-being. Developing authenticity is an ongoing process. To begin, reflect on your values, what changes you can make to live in accordance with those values. Genuine people share a key, few key traits. They tend to take time to develop an opinion and speak their minds, respond to internal expectations rather than external ones, and forge a unique path to fulfill their passions and purpose. They aren't threatened by failure and can admit their faults. They often less judgmental of others and have strong self-esteem. Now, in authentic people, they tend to be defensive and self-defective. Um, self they also have unrealistic perceptions of reality, looking to others for approval and validation being judgmental, not thinking things through before speaking or acting. 
not learning from their mistakes and being unable to express emotions clearly or understand their own motivations. So being authentic requires courage. Revealing your true self could garner disfavor with others. Remember that it makes you vulnerable to rejection or betrayal, but being true to yourself and values in the long run will fulfill your life with people who really belong in your life. So don't, don't just think, um, yeah, you just need to be authentic because sooner or later your real traits are going to come out. It's like women who put on a ton of makeup and stuff and they go or you know they wear a fake bra or whatever they need to do to go out in a bar and get somebody but then the next morning when they wake up and all that stuff is off it's like they're they're their true selves they have it's there you know what i mean it always comes out so be your true self um be authentic um long run it's easier that way you'll you'll get people who love you for who you are instead of Anyway, thank you guys so much for liking the show. Um, on top of on National Authentic Day, it's actually um, Tell a Joke Day. So it's Tell a Joke Day. So I have a few jokes for you. All right. The first one. What would Forrest Gump's computer password be? Mm, anybody? <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's, it's yeah. I've never understood that either. I'm just kidding. It's like it's it, it's gonna come out. It just doesn't make any sense. Jenny, no, it would be one forest one. You know the number one forest one. One forest one. Ah. <laughs> I know. I thought that was funny. <laughs> All right. Why is Peter Pan always flying? <laughs> because he never lands <laughs> so it's national joke day tell a joke oh i have one more <laughs> i have one more um <laughs> uh, cheaper ten then cheaper ten driving cheaper than, oh cheaper <laughs> all right um why doesn't dracula have any friends this one's kind of corny. It says, well, honestly, he's a pain in the neck. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. I like the run for his one one better. That one's better. Yeah. Oh, and on, on top of, while we're talking about stuff in our bras, I, I laughed. Um, <laughs> we're talking about funny things today. Um, I came across this the things I swear, the, this influencer, she's an influencer and she swears that she started taking bee pollen. And if you don't know what bee pollen is, they're like little granules. I guess it comes in different things, but typically you would buy it in like these little granules. You can buy supplements too, but, um, she started, she bought the bee pollen because she said that, um, it's supposed to be good for, um, your immunity, which it is, it's supposed to be good for your immunity. And so she said she started taking it and, um, she swears, Hey, planks 13, good to have you. She swears her boobs have grown. <laughs> I'm like, what? 
are you talking about, girl? And so she says that she was um, a 32A and now she's just a B cup. Like it doesn't say a number. She's just just a B cup. Um, and <laughs> so blah, blah, blah. And somebody says post pictures and she always, she just has her after pictures, of course. And then um, a doctor, there's a doctor who chimes in and he says that, Bee pollen um, is rich in, I'm going to butcher some of these words, poly, polytoestrogens, a plant chemical that mimics estrogen in your body. Um, breast tissues is one of the tissues in your body most sensitive to change in hormone levels. So it can fluctuate in size as a result of various factors. But he says, unfortunately, he says, um, it's all about a change in distribution and of your muscle mass. And that could happen just because if she's lifting weights or doing anything else, if she's working out, that can also make your breasts look like they're bigger. Unfortunately, there is no scientific evidence that suggests that bee pollen can increase the size of your biological airbags. <laughs> <laughs> biological airbags. I love it. Hi, Mr. V. Hi, Mr. V. Great. Good to see you. Spirit Talk of Lizzie. Welcome. Oh, oh, never. Welcome. Uh, your airbags. Oh, my word. Um, yeah. You enhance the size. What did he say? Biological airbags. So, I mean, <laughs> so I guess it's, it's worth taking if you want to have, uh, if you, for your health and stuff, of course, you know, it says there are benefits. Um, let me see. I brought him up. Um, it says bee pollen contains 250 biological substances, including protein, carbs, fats, vitamins, minerals, enzymes, antioxidants, um, they also, um, contain a wide variety of antioxidants, which may protect your cells from damage caused by free radicals that are linked to chronic diseases, including cancer and type two diabetes, um, lowering your LDL cholesterol, your loser cholesterol, which is good. Um, and it could help boost liver functions. Um, but nowhere in there does it say it'll make your biological airbags any bigger. So, um, take it for the right reason and don't listen to pe some people I swear are out there that, and she's an, and I love that word influencer. She's an influencer. So if I go on, so BP, you're an influencer of, of yummy foods to eat. <laughs> Is that what people just if they go on and post something, they're influencers. Is that what it is? Or do you have to think of yourself as an influencer to call yourself an influencer? I don't know. Um, but I would rather um, look at the influencer BP and his yummy food than um, a girl that says her boobies are growing because she's taking bee pollen. I don't know. Weirdos. Um, so we are going to be doing Saturday Night Fever. Ooh. Oh, dang stuff is falling in there. Um, the Saturday night fever soundtrack today, and it's kind of long. So I'm going to start that a little bit early. And then next Wednesday, I'm going to start, um, dazed and confused, um, soundtrack. 
And that one is so long that I need two days. Uh, I'll need two Wednesdays. So we'll start it next Wednesday and then follow the Wednesday after that. There's like 30 something songs in there and they're all great. I have to say, I've never seen that movie before. Um, I might have to work. <laughs> yeah, I might. So uh, I might have to watch it and see it. There's really some good um, songs in there. You love boobies? Oh, yay. <laughs> I love boobies too. But I mean, my boobies, not other people's boobies, I guess. I mean, I don't know. That was just wrong. Welcome, YTC. Um, good to have you. Uh, I'm going to move on from that. So uh, what time is it? Um, so we talked about the bee pollen and then I have a funny phone call and then I think we'll get right into the, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Um, uh, it really has. It's, um, I have to, I really want to see it now. I think it might've been when I was with my ex-husband and he didn't watch things like that. <laughs> so uh, I'll blame it on him. But the soundtrack is amazing. It looks amazing. Like I said, I'd, I have to do it in two days. There's so many songs and I'm not just going to pick one or the other. I just want to do it all at the same time. All right. So this is the first funny phone call I have today. Let's see. This is some kids um, pranking their mom. She should explain it. Um, we could say we're committed to protecting Colorado's environment. Oh. We're the strongest in the nation. Oh, it's Tracy and Fizz. Good morning. Okay. Phone Anigans time waking wow. you up on a Monday morning. Poor Kelly. You drive by a lemonade stand once and your kids are never going to forget it. <laughs> Her two daughters are super excited uh, to get their mom with Phone Anigans today. So it turns out this summer that they did... Um, they were doing a lemonade stand and then they, they're like, my mom didn't stop. And that was one of the funny things I remember from the summer. Yeah. So I'm going to pretend I work for the neighborhood association and we have to find Kelly. You're not allowed to pass by lemonade stands. You can't. You have to do it. Hello? Hi, is this Kelly? It is. Hi, Kelly. This is Mary. I'm calling as the head of the neighborhood association. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Good. I don't know if we've actually met at one of the mixer events that we have done at the pond. I'm not sure if we have. Um, uh, not that I know of, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 that's okay. I just, I, I hate having the first impression be like this when I have to, you know, meet you through telling you you actually have 13 violations that I have to go through. Excuse me? Yeah, unfortunately, you've been cited 13 times. Can you say your name again? Is it Mary? Mary. Mary? Mary. 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 Who are you? With an M, Mary. 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 Yep. Mary. The, the neighborhood association. Mary. Yeah, Mary. <laughs> okay, neighborhood association. Okay, great. And I'm sorry, why were you calling again? Violations? Mm -hmm. You've been cited, uh, it's Mary, 13 times in our neighborhood. Are you even aware of what you did? I'm going to need some more information here. You have driven by the same intersection for months and not once have you stopped at any of the neighborhood children's lemonade stands. Wow. It's Mary. I'm sorry. I'm paying attention to traffic when I'm driving. I'm not really looking around. I'm going to make a note of that really quickly that you don't watch for children while driving. Well, I'm watching for vehicles and I'm taking care of my children while I'm driving. Thank you. I, you know, I'm a very careful driver and I have children usually in my car. Yeah. I'm a mother. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why it's a little surprising. You don't like kids. 
I don't I don't even understand this phone call. I'm so sorry. Neighborhood Association. Okay. Mary. Sorry, I'm just taking notes. Yes, no, Mary, I, I have your name down. Thank you for repeating that so many times. I appreciate it, Mary. Are you are you having a bad day right now? No, well I was having a great day until this phone call because I really don't appreciate this. When you lemons, you know what you do? You ignore a child. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. I I've had enough, honestly. Well, like, we do have to have you pay your fine. And again, that's 13 violations. And not only had we noted them ourselves, we actually received a complaint letter about you. This is... This is Mary. Who cares? What complaint did you get about me? Let me... This lady drives like a maniac. I have never seen someone so selfish that can not only ignore children but also screw up a box of mac and cheese can i get a phone number for this association yeah this is weird because it goes on to say i can't even tell you how many times i've told her that i don't like the crust but yet every day there they are what is this this is this is so dumb what is this honestly it's a sad life as a child when the only time you get lemonade is when your mother mixes it with vodka. Who sent that in? That was written. It was signed by Taylor and Peyton. Taylor and Peyton are my children. Oh, that's right. That's how it all goes together. That's right. And they're the ones that reached out to us Aww. to prank their mom. Yeah. This is Tracy and Fizz. Welcome to <laughs> My heart rate right now i was so confused they know i listen to this show <laughs> and they that's... know i listen to this show but like i was like my hands are shaking right now lemonade stands oh my gosh <laughs> yeah they're hoping that you will fund their next lemonade stand actually if you'll buy all the stuff they'll sell the cups. yeah yeah it's a good investment them? yeah Not... they'd like to do that before school they're starts Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bam Bam. Good morning, Pebbles. How are you? Oh, I just We're just getting ready to head out to the water park. We're letting it warm up a little bit. It was a little chilly this morning out here. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I should have. I should have paused that. If you with the kids. No, 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 no. I'm not rushing. I'm doing laundry and getting that oh. ready all at the same time. It's not a big deal. Uh, I was just calling in about uh, Dazed and Confused. I've literally oh, yeah. hated Ben Affleck for his whole acting career. Uh-huh. And it's all based on his O'Banion character in Dazed and Confused. He played such a dick in that movie that I cannot stand watching Ben Affleck in anything he does. Oh, really? Yeah, it was that bad. He's such an asshole in that. Oh, sorry. He's such a jerk. No, in you're that fine. Movie. That, uh, it totally ruined his whole movie career. For oh me. my gosh, even, I'm so glad I've I won't never even watch him it. as Batman, and I've seen every other Batman movie, but I refuse to watch the Ben Affleck Batman. Oh my gosh, how <laughs> funny! That's now I need to see it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I mean I don't think he's the greatest actor ever, but yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm glad I didn't see it because I'm one of those people too that have been like, ugh, I can't stand him. Yeah, he's uh, he's such a jerk. Like I I think the only movies I've ever seen him in is is like the Jay and Silent Bob movies because I love Kevin Smith enough to like overlook the fact that Ben Affleck's a minor character. Uh-huh. But other than that, I refuse to watch anything with Ben Affleck <laughs> just because of him playing O'Banion like 20 years ago. <laughs> How funny. How funny. I know I was getting the soundtrack to, you know, together 
And I was like, holy, it's most, I mean, the movie has to be completely centered around music, I would think. I don't know. There's so oh, much constantly. music in it. It's like the last day of school and, you know, the kids are going to be going from grade eight into high school and stuff. Uh-huh. And I think it takes place like early 70s anyways. I, I can't, I'm not going to nail it down exactly. I can't okay. remember, but yeah. Yeah. And, and Parker Posey, she plays like a, a cheerleader and she's like a super biatch and oh. <laughs> but yeah no it, it's a it's a great movie i love parker posey she's one of my favorite actresses uh-huh and uh but ben affleck yeah he's just such a friggin' jerk <laughs> oh my gosh that's crazy now i have to see it i'll have yeah. to get it i'm sure it's cheap somewhere to be able to buy it i'm sure i probably have it free i can probably watch it on tv well, I, I know like renting movies on YouTube costs like $2.99. So that's what we do a lot. Like when we have movie nights. Oh, okay. So I'll like rent a movie from YouTube for $2.99. So whatever. And sometimes I end up buying them afterwards. Like I own yeah. a lot of movies on YouTube now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's super cheap to watch a movie on YouTube because you don't want to be streaming stuff off of those illegal sites anymore because um uh, you can actually get your IP address taken away from the governments and stuff now for doing that, that stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I don't want to do it anyway. I've had yeah. enough mess with people stealing my crap. <laughs> oh, for sure. But, yeah, if you spend three bucks on YouTube, you pay through your Google Pay. Okay. And uh, I guarantee you it was probably the best three bucks you ever spent on a movie. You'll, you'll oh, with it. all that music, I would love it. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to start that next Wednesday, guys. It'll be dazed and confused. And it's going to be for two Wednesdays. Um, so we'll play all the music from from that. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But today, Saturday Night Fever. And, yeah, definitely um, looking forward to that one. But. Yeah, you'll be shaking your booty out there on the water park. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, you're so, you probably look like a weirdo out there shaking it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> All have a great show. Thanks for right. calling. All right. Bye, Bam Bam. Talk to you later. Right. All right. We're going to get straight into, um, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Um, with some questions and, oh, our lead person, Yancey, he's won two times in a row. He's not in here. Um, so I'm just going to pick questions. It's just for fun. We'll do it in, uh, for about 10 minutes and then we'll get into Saturday Night Fever. Um, so dun, dun, dun. and then the first question is, um, actually just a first, oh no, that's third grade. Where are the first grade questions? There they are. All right. Put it in this little envelope. It's so dang hard to read. Let's see. Um, all right, guys, get your fingers ready. <laughs> um, what continent is South of North America? This is a first grade. South America, yes! Bam, bam, you got it. <laughs> and I'll give it to you if there's like, you know, because you're trying to type your fingers, type real fast. So um, I understand. So yes, bam, bam, there you go. Another first grade question we have is, um, goodness, this little thing. Is the shorthand on, oh, is the shorthand on the clock, the minute hand or the hour hand? Who's going to type it fast enough? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys are, uh, <laughs> titles, bam, bam, you got it again. Oh, you guys were right at each other again. Oh, it's just who's the fastest. All right, here we go. All right, Mike. Got to type faster, Mike. All right, Justin just got a yellow card. 
What sport is he playing? A yellow card. <gasps> Mike, you got it. Mike's on the board. Soccer. Now, I was confused because I'm like, yellow card, but it's a card, not a flag. So, yes, Mike. Good job. Um, all right. I kept thinking, wait a minute, there's more than that, but it's card, not flag. All right, this is a true or false one. Um, <laughs> penguins are vegetarians. Mike, you're look at you. <laughs> um, and true or false too, if you can't, I mean, even if you do an F or a T, I'll give you that. Um, but that is right. They are not. How did you know that, Mike? Good job. All right. So the next one is, oh, this is correct. This sentence. I'm not going to do that because you'll have to type in a bunch of stuff. Let's see. Let's get the next one. Hickory dickory dock. What did the mouse run up? Oh man, that's so easy. <laughs> the clock. Yes, bam, bam. You got it. And Ryan, you're all, you guys are almost all in there at the same time. But Pam got it first. All right, we're going to move into the second grade. Um, every time I hear that rhyme, it reminds me of growing up and going to the fair in the Pomona Fair in California. They had a hickory dickory clock. It's still there. It's And they have little mice that run up this huge clock that you can watch. So, yeah. All right, here we go, guys. Um, second grade, water freezes at zero degrees celsius using the same measurement at what temperature does it boil oh i thought we had this already once before yeah i thought we did bam bam you guys yeah you guys got that i thought we did too yeah um let's see yeah i think that one shuffled them in there all the same ones up at the top um, what does it say? <laughs> All right, who's gonna write it? Type this in fast enough. Is 75 an odd or even number? No, Mike, <laughs> yes, BP, <laughs> it's odd. <laughs> number. Four is even. Six is even. <laughs> okay. Um, does a meteorologist study meters, oceans, or the weather? <laughs> yes, Mike, you should know that, Mr. Weatherman. <laughs> it is the weather. Oh, gosh. Let's um, move on here. <laughs> uh if you pour one gallon of milk into a quart bottles, how many quarts of bottles will you fill? Somehow I think. Oh, I thought for sure you'd get it. Bam, bam. Ryan got it. Ryan, yes, four. Yes, four. You got it. There you go from working. Um, <laughs> Being a chef. Uh, all right. True or false? The word cook is a noun and, and a verb. True. Mike, you got it. 
Yes. Bam, bam. Close second. All right. We'll do a few more. We're going to move on up to the fourth grade. Let's see. Hmm. I think you guys will get this as easy. Diamonds are made of what element? Yes, BP. BP. Carbon is correct. And I would have never gotten that. Mm -mm. I would have said a rock, a shiny rock. <laughs> um, one gram equals how many milligrams? I would have never gotten this either. And I think we had this one too. Um, <laughs> um, no. No. <laughs> Keep guessing, Mike. Yes, you finally got it. 1,000. <laughs> he just kept putting zeros on it. He finally got it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, not, not that one. Not that one. Um, who's the first woman to cross the Atlantic Ocean in an airplane? <laughs> Yeah, and I swear we had this one too, Amelia Earnhardt. They weren't shuffled very well. All right, I'm gonna throw in a thousand dollar one. Oh no, this is a million dollars. A million dollars. Okay. The Great Depression began in what year? This is for all the shebang, you guys. This is for everything. Close, you guys are close. You guys are close. Keep guessing. Oh, BP got it. Nineteen twenty-nine. <laughs> you are the winner, young man. You are the winner. <laughs> We're gonna stop there so I can try to um, start on this um, Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. But that's fun. I like playing that game. We have fun playing that. In the next couple ones we have so many so much music um so i tried to get let's see the information on here um you might know what well, the last one was a million dollar one so that was the winner winner chicken dinner um a little information i tried to get them in order as to how they happened in the film and all that good stuff and then a little bit about like the scene of what happened and so to start it off, um, we're going to start with the the song Staying Alive, um, of course, sung by the Bee Gees. And it, the, this is everybody who's ever seen Saturday Night Fever remembers Travolta's Tony. What the heck? How do you say his last name? For some reason, I'm having Manero. Manero. It's M-A-N-E-R-O. Manero. Um, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time remembering that strutting his stuff here while carrying a can of paint down the street. It's the most iconic move, um, moment in the movie um, with Tony literally strutting to staying alive at the opening credits. So here they are on BG staying alive. Yeah, Tuttle's got the most answers right. Yeah. 
Thank you guys for the likes. I appreciate it. the Bee Gees with the opening number to Staying Alive, uh, the song Staying Alive uh, to the movie soundtrack, Saturday Night Fever. Um, and a little bit of a little trivia about Saturday Night Fever. Um, at first they were saying that it was a true story about uh, Tony's character was loosely based on a man named Vincent. Um, the subject to a 1976 New York Magazine article, The Tribal Rights of the New York, New York, New, the New Saturday Night. Vincent was also a working class man who transformed into a dancing sensation on the weekends. In this story written by Nick Cohen, um, but about 20 years after the film's release, Cohen confessed his article was totally fabricated and it was a fraud. In 1976, the writer had recently moved to New York and needed an impressive story to launch his journalism career. So he was inspired to invent this semi-fictional piece. So yeah, it's not true. And John Travolta's role in Pulp Fiction was named Vincent because of that story. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Who knew? So there you go. All right. The next song, How Deep Is Your Love? And this was played while Tony rides in the subway. Sing it, BGs. For the beaches, Australian. And the moment that you wonder from me, I want to feel you in my arms again. And you come to me on a summer breeze, keep me warm in your love, and you're softly me, you, oh, hi, Mike Leon7. I'm sorry I missed you coming in. Welcome. And NFBSY and QB, welcome. Oh, I'm gonna write it down. Love, 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 love. 
British. Okay. Thank you, BP. All right. So that is a little bit of how deep is your love? The Bee Gees from the soundtrack Saturday Night Fever. We're going to move on to the next song, um, which is Night Fever. And I'm um, that by the Bee Gees. Um, that is, it says, Tony gets ready to go to the disco. This hit film features this song during a scene where the characters visit the disco for the first time. It's the biggest hit from the movie soundtrack and was released in 1977. So here is Night Fever. When Saturday Night Fever was released, it was an immediate hit. The film grossed $26 million within the few um, weeks that it was in theaters, despite it having an R rating and limiting viewership from kids and teens. So that's why there is was a re-release um, in a PG version um, with less profanity, violence, and sexual content. Um, yeah, and I'm surprised some people haven't gone when I was reading some of the things and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I remember that scene. I can't believe that they actually got away with that, but yeah, crazy. All right. So the next um, song we have um, is more than a woman again, BGs. Um, and this song is, shows that it's played twice um, during the movie. Um, the main character, Tony, um, and his love interest, Annette, show off their impressive dance moves as the song plays in the background. But then it says that it's also in another part where Tony and Stephanie dance in a disco as part of a contest. So it's more at the beginning. And I guess it's, I'm hoping it's with Tony and Annette. Anyway, either way, here's more than a woman. Everything I do, just to 
I know you really can't. And snap your fingers and be like, yeah. And have a smile on your face. You're right, BP. All right, that is the Bee Gees once again with more than a woman. All right, we're going to give the Bee Gees a little break for the moment and move on to the next song, which is Yvonne Elman. Um, if I can't have you, and it says this song, If I Can't Have You, was playing during the scene where Annette is showing Tony chewing gum in the movie Saturday Night Fever. I don't know what that means, but um, yeah, I have no idea what that means. Uh, I was trying to remember the scene. Yeah, I can't remember it. So um, let me see if I have another fact too. Um, it says this fact. Um, oh, this was a sad fact that, yeah, when he was filming the movie, his girlfriend died during the film and um, she was Diane Hellman and she was uh, fighting breast cancer. And during um, Saturday Night Fever was being filmed, um, she passed away. And so how sad out for him because he was so young he always dated um older women too hi miss rose good to have you we're playing um going through the saturday night fever soundtrack and we are at um if i can't have you here we go to the next song and it is Walter Murphy and a fifth of Beethoven is the song and it says a fifth of Beethoven is um, featured alongside night 
fever in a pivotal early scene as the main character Tony makes his way around a disco for the first time. The song is one of the instrumental parts featured in the film. Its name um, is derived from the beginning of the song, which uses some of the composer's Beethoven symphony on number five for the melody. So here we go. The fifth of Beethoven. Okay, guys, get ready to strut your step. <laughs> he was on the prowl looking for who he's going to go dance with. <laughs> So that is a fifth of Beethoven, Walter Murphy, Saturday Night Fever. We're going to move on to the next song. Um, but this fact is kind of funny. Um, this fact, it says that Saturday Night Fever is probably most famous for the iconic dance numbers performed to the hits of the disco legends, the Bee Gees. But um, Stingwood didn't approach the Gibbs brothers about recording songs for the soundtrack until after until most of the movie had already been filmed the left of that left a mystery of what john travolta and gorney were actually boogieing down to travolta later revealed their dance their dancing were really performed to songs of bob skaggs and stevie wonder so that's what they were actually dancing to when they were filmed in the film all right so the next song is more than a woman the tavers um, this song is, is a dance reversal um, during the scene in which Tony and Stephanie um, were practicing their dance moves in the dance studio. Here we are. Bye, Ryan. Have a good day, my friend. See, so first it was done by the Bee Gees and, the, and then this one. Alright, so since that was already played, I'm going to cut that a little short because also when they were dancing in the studio, this song was playing, and it's Manhattan Skyline by David Shire. Oh, my gosh. It sounds like like the same theme song to, like, um, an old uh, 
heart to heart or something, you know? Remember heart to heart? Wasn't that? <laughs> like for one of those TV shows, detective TV shows. So that's um, another instrumental, David Shire, Manhattan Skyline. All right. So the next one, um, Calypso Breakdown, is by Ralph McDonald. This song um, is played when Tony enters the room the second time where Stephanie is, and he's asking her out to lunch. Calypso Breakdown. Of Rhoda? <laughs> oh my god. Rhoda. I remember that one too. <laughs> this is a long one. Seven. God. Almost eight minutes long. music everywhere you walked where you went like team's going to the grocery store what music is playing she goes and picks up the milk then she goes to the gas station what song is playing <laughs> soundtrack to my life oh my gosh all right so calypso breakdown <laughs> tony Asking Stephanie out to lunch. We're going to move on. Um, the next one in the list is Night on Disco Mountain. Um, this one, it says, um, it's playing when Tony spends the rest of the night riding the graffiti-riddled subway into Manhattan after he angrily storms off, leaving Double J, Joey, and Annette behind on the bridge. Uh, and I think that was a scene that, hmm, that, yeah, made it a little R. Here we are, Night on the Disco Mountain. Yeah, that's a good one, BP. I think mine would still be confident by Debbie Lovato. Debbie Lovato. What would yours be? It's a good question you put out there. If you had um, walkout music, what would your theme walkout song be? All right, so that one is Night on the Disco Mountain by David Shire. We're going to cut these little instruments ones down a little bit. Um, the next song, Open Says Me by Cool and the Gang, um, it says it was played um, when Tony and Stephanie are walking down the street after leaving the dance cop competition. Here they are. Open Says Me. Open <laughs> 
get down with the genie. Thank you, BP. Still crazy after all these years. Remind me who sings that song. All right, that is um, a little from the gang, Open Sesame off the soundtrack. We're going to move on to the next scene. And um, I totally forgot about this song, Disco Duck by Rick Dees. And it says, after asking Doreen to dance, Tony and Doreen dance to Disco Duck. Here they go, Disco Duckin'. Did you hit me? Oh, no problem. Paul Simon. Thank you, BP. <laughs> Don't be a clock, be a disco dog. That is Rick D's with Disco Duck. Shake your tail feathers, Mike. <laughs> that is a little bit of Rick D's with Disco Duck. All right, we were talking about um, walkout theme songs. Um, this one is. BP's walkout theme song. I met my old lover 
seem so glad to see me, I just smile. And we talked about some old times, and we drank ourselves some beers. Still crazy after all these years. Oh, still crazy after all these years. I'm not the kind of man who tends to socialize. That is Paul Simon, still crazy after all these years. That is BP's walkout theme song. That's a good one. I like it. All right. So the next song I have on um, the scene is Jive Talking. Um, it says, well, I don't know. Let me see if this. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because some of these didn't have. Um, I couldn't find where the scene was. And it says Saturday Night Fever features a ton of Bee Gees music. While several of their songs made it into the movie. Their tune, Jive Talking, was included in a deleted scene featuring Tony the day after his first infamous visit to the disco. After Tony's first night at the disco, he and his buddy cruised the bridge where the song Jive Talking can be heard in the background. So here is um, Jive Talking. That's okay, Mike. You can butt dial me. That's fine. The Hyra, welcome. Narges, welcome. So that is the Bee Gees with Jive Talking. We're going to move on to the next song on the soundtrack, and it's You Should Be Dancing. Um, it is It played when Tony and Stephanie are practicing their dance moves um, again. Um, it is also used in the famous scene of the movie where John Travolta takes over the dance floor. So here is You Should Be Dancing. Oh, 
She's juicy and she's trouble. Probably. You're probably right, BB. We probably saw it in the theaters. <laughs> the drive-in theater. <laughs> That is a fit of the Bee Gees. You should be dancing. All right. So another fact before we move on to the next song. And um, this one was pretty funny. If you remember the scene, um, it was the um, White Castle scene. Uh, it says, real burgers flipping with no acting experience were used in the scene. Um, real burger flippers, I should say, um, where Tony and his mates were eating at White Castle. The director told the employees to just act naturally as they witnessed the scene unfold. The actors were instructed to do anything they could to surprise the workers, no matter how wild they needed to get. This is how Joey ended up standing on the table, barking like a dog. Double D dropped his pants and mooned the workers. Um, their shocked faces were completely genuine as the restaurant employees Watch the actors in astonishment. So there you go. Another fact. Welcome back. Hi, Bailey D. How are you? All right. So the next song on the soundtrack is Boogie Shoes by Casey and the Sunshine Band. Um, <coughs> okay. Excuse me. It says, okay, now this song also says it was played during the scene where Tony and Stephanie were walking down the street after a dance competition. So I'm not quite sure which scene this was. If there was two scenes where these two were walking down the street after a dance competition, it very well could be. Either way, go ahead and dance. Boogie Shoes. Here we go. Shake those hips. I can't wait till I see you again. I want 
You don't like those sliders, baby? <laughs> Welcome back, Mike, twice. <laughs> yeah, you don't want a little square, a little thingy. I get you. That's a bit of Boogie Shoes at Casey and the Sunshine Band. All right, so the next song on the list, um, it shows Salsitation, sal, 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 like Salsitation. Um, it says, this is when Tony notices Stephanie on the dance floor. It's by David Shire. Um, Salsitation. Here we go. Yeah, he's like, who's that girl? Ooh, that sounds good. That one place they posted, Wild Goose Saloon, um, that uh, had all the musical, it's a musical venue. Oh my gosh, they have it's such a good burger. It's a big fat burger and then it has pulled pork on top of it and cheese and um, caramelized onions. Oh my gosh, it's so good. by David Shire. Another all music one. All right, so the next one on the list is called KG by MFSB. Though this disco funk instrumental was only briefly used in the film, producers included the groovy tune in its entirety on the official soundtrack. The funk band, The Night Lighters, um, originally recorded and released it in 1971, The Nightlighters, but this is by MFSB. KG. Yeah, there's a lot of songs like this back. <laughs> You're not a fan of pulled pork, Billy G. I know, you like the sugar. Ha <laughs> ha 
And remember, Monday, um, we're going to continue with the double play um, songs, but we're going to continue with the rock list. Billy D's rock list, most of it. Continue with some of the songs on the list. <laughs> All right. I can only take so much. That's KG. I'm FSB. Wow. We, no, no, no. Stop. We've made it to the last song. Unbelievable. And I still have time, time, and I can get Aaron to work on time. Let's see. Disco Inferno, um, The Tramps. Uh, it says Connie dances with Tony, offering him to have sex with him. It says one of the disco era's popular singles was the dance club hit Disco Inferno by The Tramps. Um, it was used in the dance scene, um, of course, Saturday Night Fever, the scene on the film. The Tramps actually performed this song. Um, let's see. The famous burn baby burn line in the song refers to the heat produced on the dance floor at the dance halls. Okay. So Connie is offering sex to Tony during this song. Disco Inferno. <laughs> Oh, Shelby's already dancing. <laughs> That's right. Not a good sign. Oh, <laughs> Sammy, welcome. The funk was flaming. You don't want the funk. Chain 
Disco Inferno by The Tramps. All right, that was um, the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. So I didn't know that we were going to get through the whole thing. Again, next Wednesday, I'm going to start with um, the Dazed and Confused soundtrack, but that's going to be two Wednesdays in a row because it has a lot of music, a lot of good music. So we'll start that next Wednesday, double play on Monday and dance on Friday. And um, since I have enough time, I didn't know if I'd have enough time to play this other funny phone call. Um, it's kind of funny if you have kids and you have to buy school supplies, because um, I already played the other one earlier. <clears throat> this one. Um, let's see if we can bring it up. Devin. Do you have a desired offer? Okay. Did most of the uh, relationship with Craven has four kids as well. Trying to get most of the uh, back to school shop and all the supplies. And they're talking about the protractors. That have been kind of a nightmare, but they have four kids in like three different schools, like elementary to high school. So can you even imagine? I can't. So I'm going to call Devin, her husband, and try to buy it off of him. I got all I got all these buyers, all these suburban moms ready to offer the best things you can imagine to buy your school supplies off you. They're hard to find out here. I don't know why, but yeah, Devin. Hey, I got you a guy. I'm sorry, you got me what? I got you uh, I got you a buyer for the stuff. Actually, I got a few of them lined up, Devin. I think you're going to be pretty excited about this. Okay. Well, your neighbor down the street, didn't they talk to you that I was going to be calling you? I, I, I didn't even catch your name. It, it doesn't matter. You and I can talk about this, okay? So I heard you secured a lot of stuff because I, I don't know, what do you got, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten kids? I have four. I'm not sure if I should be telling you anything else. What, 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 what's this about? What's this about, my kids? It's all the stuff that they got. All right. So when it comes to back to school, I got a mom willing to buy your protractor from one of your kids. And get this. She'll pay double and she's going to throw in $95 in Kohl's cash. Huh, is this, is this about the supplies, like, for, 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 for going to school? Yeah, you got so many kids. I mean, you've got all the stuff. You know, they said you finished all your shopping. So, all right, I'm just the middleman here, but I know one lady. In fact, these two ladies, I saw them almost go toe-to-toe -to -toe and fight over it. But that, that graphing calculator you have, not only will they pay one and a half times what it's worth, this mom has a Stanley water bottle still in the box. Wait, what is a Stanley water bottle? <laughs> oh, look, pal, you're going to have to ask your wife. But trust me, all the moms have them. She probably sees it out of Orange Theory. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're trying to buy my kids' school supplies? Now, listen, Devin, I'm not trying to buy them. They're trying to buy them. I'm just the middleman, kind of, you know, in it for good business here. Let's talk about this loose leaf paper. With four kids, Brian, you must have eight or nine trees. How but are I you? got one mom that's willing to pay face value. And apparently, she's got a Pottery Barn credit card. And she'll let you use her 10% off. Uh-huh. And you, you, she can't get this stuff for herself? Why, why, do you, why do you need to go through me? I mean, my kids need to go to school, too. Yeah, I don't know. She's probably busy with a bar class or something. All right, let's talk about three-ring binders. I got a lady in Castle Rock who knows a lady who lives in Highlands Ranch, who knows a lady who works at Lululemon. They're going to pay for those three-ring binders, take them off your hands, and get you that discount. Listen, I am not selling you guys anything. You know, you know how long it took for my wife to find this stuff? It took forever. Think of your wife. Thanks for calling, but but this this is starting to get annoying. Uh, we we took us a while to find this stuff. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I think you got the wrong guy. I, I think I think you got to go, Devin. You got four kids. Do you shop at a Costco? More importantly, do you want to shop at a Costco? Because I got a mom that's willing to buy everything you bought. And she's an executive member at Costco. She'll take you shopping one time. Oh my God! You you cannot take no for an answer. I told you we're not we're not doing. This. What is your problem? Why why me though? Why are you calling? Well, your wife gave me a number. What? No, that that's ridiculous. My wife would never do that. Well, she did because she listens to our show. Because this is actually Tracy and Fizz from KYGO. Welcome. I know, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's not that funny. You missed a funny one earlier. What? Oh my god! You you, you guys you guys do this, don't you? You guys like call and like do all. This yeah, stuff. we absolutely do. <laughs> and good for you for not giving up the goods. Oh my god. You guys are too much. Thank you so much for making my day. Yeah. They they, they don't have they haven't had any new ones in a long time. And then when I Google funny phone calls, you won't believe what comes up. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Some really bad like they're all like like gaming guys on T I don't know. It's really hard. So I'll keep trying. But anyway, um, thank you guys so much for joining me today. I'm going to leave you guys like I always leave you a little bit earlier um, so I can deal with the traffic. I told um, Bam Bam that it's it's getting so crazy out here in Colorado that there's this one intersection that we always stop at that, um, man, it's crazy that the the homeless on like they, they're surrounding you. But it's not just that. I mean, I see every single day them shooting up you see them you stop at this intersection and they're up there and they're shooting up and then there's you see the drug dealers come by with their backpacks and stuff and it's straight out in the open and it's just getting kind of hairy you know you don't know where to 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 um to stop because you always it there's i don't think i think i've always stopped at that intersection that's never gone through we've always had to stop there so it's just getting kind of crazy um yeah to see that you see people just up there just shooting up yeah like it's nothing so anyway 
I hopefully one of these days. And there's only like two ways to go to take him to work too. So it's, it's getting crazy. Hi, crazy lady. How are ya? We're, we're just getting ready to shut it down. It is. It's pretty sad. It's, it's, and you know that these people need help. That's, that's the sad thing is that a lot of these people need help. And at least out here, they've cut that. That's a whole nother show, but they've cut that help out and they, they're not giving them the help that they need. But yeah. Anyway, I'm going to leave you like I always leave you if I can find my sound effects here. <laughs> Be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. Um, and if I haven't told you guys, I appreciate you guys and love you so very much. Um, you mean the world to me, your support and everything. So, um, go out there and be safe, be safe, be safe, be safe. Um, next time toot, don't just drive by. Saying hi. I know it's just kind of when you're stopping there, you just, I feel for them. You want to help them, but you don't know how to help them. You know what I mean? It's, it's a, it's kind of a tough situation that, they're all in. So anyway, be safe, watch each other's back. Um, and just be careful out there. Uh, don't, don't honk your horn if you don't need to honk your horn, because man, it is just getting high bobbleheaded butt cheeks. Bet you didn't think I was going to say that, huh? Huh? Chill jelly. <laughs> you, you, I know it's you. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Talk to you later. You do! <laughs> Chill jelly! Hi! You bobble-headed butt cheeks! Oh my word! <laughs>